um what's up guys so last the last episode right i'm just going to summarize briefly on it apparently a lot of y'all did not know me before because um you were answering the questions before i even answered them and your answers were not quite similar from the conversations i've had with people so it was really funny to know that you guys don't really know me after after almost four years really really after almost four years but anyways fine i'm glad you got to know a bit more about me and i'm happy that you know we have kind of an understanding of who i am and what the plan is and all that good stuff so anyways today is a story time and let's just get into it right because it's about to be an interesting juicy juicy time yeah all right Okay, so hi guys. I hope you guys are fantastic. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story time on how I gave my life to Christ. This was on the 23rd of June 2011, I think on a Thursday, because it was my dad's birthday. And I remember clearly because it was midweek service. I think it was Faith Clinic in Redeem. We have Faith Clinic on Thursdays. So this particular day, right, it was my dad's birthday and he was preaching. And I think he had this burning his heart to preach to children and get them to give their lives to christ and minister to them all that good stuff so during the sermon right he was he did an altar call and i remember then i gave my life to christ because of two reasons one my best friend took me a logiton at the time was like we can be you know everybody's coming and let's go out now she was like can i get up so i got up i was i think i was eating I think I was eating a snack or something. So I just dropped my snack and got up, right? I also got up because my dad is pastor of the church. I don't want to be sitting down there like a demon. Do you get? Like, everybody's coming out to give their lives to Christ. Or my pastor, you're the one sitting down eating chin chin. Nah. So I got up because I knew the kind of ass whooping I would receive when I got back to my house. So I was just like, nah. I didn't want to know what would happen. So I got up. I gave my life to Christ. We did, uh, we said, what we asked to say and then there was a clear lack of understanding of why i was giving my life to christ right yes there was a sermon given about it but i genuinely did not know why i had no it was just like okay i've given my life to christ right i don't want to die that's it like i don't want anybody to be angry at me it was more out of fear and more out of the fact that i come from a very religious home it is the next step right my so like you hear stories of i already started preaching at 13 i started preaching at 25 you get i was a pastor at 15 so it was like i'm giving my life to christ because that's like what i was born into right that's just it so it was never anything really deep for me going to church was more like sunday routine sundays are church days that's just it so you wake up you go to church most times you go visit a family friend after you come back that's it wake up go to church um my dad has meetings or we go for pastors meetings you meet other pastors kids that was just the routine so sundays were just like church days i never really i can't remember like it was fun you know the whole children's church you presenting in church singing in church and then parents are very proud and happy and all that stuff yeah i did all that that was fun i actually had fun in church but like now that i'm older and my relationship with god has grown stronger thank god 
I can like there was a lot I didn't know about then. There was a lot I was missing out on. There was a lot of perspective I didn't have towards things relating to God. And now that at this age i just wish that you know i had focused more or just had the opportunity to understand truly how beautiful a relationship with god is but i'm grateful to god that i still did not miss it hallelujah so yeah fast forward to the teenage years you know 13 14 15 16 17 up until 18 actually but let's just stop at 17 from 13 to 17 that was when i really battled with my identity i had low self-esteem i had like anything confidence i was bold to talk but i wasn't confident in myself and my person right people's opinions about me determined a lot of my life and i talked about that more in depthly in the episode about self-development and self-growth dealing with self-esteem and all that stuff so you can go check it out but in summary it was just me talking about how all of my identity all of my confidence was tied up to people's words about me if someone said if Kem isn't looking good today if Kem isn't looking good today if someone said if Kem is looking good today if Kem is looking good today like that was how it was and at that time i had feelings for this guy i, I liked him since primary four so up until like ss2 it was ss2 that i was like yeah yeah that's year 11 that's not okay i'm done 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 right but like throughout secondary school i really really liked him i loved in quotes i loved (laughs) i really liked him and everything he said right about me i just took it as who i was for example if i got to school and we're talking and he said something like oh this shirt this shirt is okay. I'm like, oh, you don't like it? And he's like, no, nah, not really. Oh, well, I'll go and burn this shirt. <laughs> I'll go and burn this shirt. Like, I tied so much importance. Like, I took his word as gold, right? Everything he said as gold. Like, okay, he said this, this is my life. He said this is my life. Then it got to a point where, you know that part of you liking a guy and then that aspect of being sexually involved with him, kissing making out doing all that kind of stuff touching i really struggled with it because at the back of my mind growing up my biggest fears let me tell you so god is amazing because the reason why i wasn't out there and doing all these sexual things was because of fear of my parents and not just that when they find out they will finish me it was the fear that my father as a pastor will see me in his spiritual visions like when he's praying he'll just see me in the acts that was my biggest fear so he would not come and ask me if came oh how was school today and i'm like school is good i'm like eh, this boy where were you with him and i'll be lying 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 like he'll not catch me and maybe he'll put me in his brain to see the vision god showed him or something so that was my fear so i always avoided those situations because it wasn't because of oh i want to be the best christian right it was because of fear and now i'm actually grateful because it saved me a lot of that right i didn't have to get involved in all those kind of things so yeah anyways so secondary school was was just filled with a lot of trying to find my place trying to know who i am trying to be liked by people but also not depending on them trying to just find my ground and at a point right when my relationship with god started getting better i started attending like all these um what's it called all these events 
I mean, I won't say events, all these programs, sorry, church programs, where they talk about your identity in Christ, your life as a teenager, girls keeping themselves till marriage, you know, those kind of stuff. It helped me understand better who I was in Christ. And I'll say that one of the perks of being a pastor's kid is there's a covering. Imagine me just living care, like this carefree life, you know, just chilling. Like, there's a covering on pastor's kids. And that's what one thing that pastor's kids really need to understand there's a covering on us right we have we're blessed right and because our parents are called into ministry there's a lot of benefits that come to us there's a lot of grace favor mercy and there's a lot of protection because in as much as our parents are ministers in my own opinion you know in as much as they are ministers and all of that they are also parents as well and every parent has a soft spot for their kids now it will not be cute for the devil to use you to get to your parents it is very like most times in pastor in um, christian families that's what i see the son starts i don't know fornicating around gets around girls pregnant he gets addicted to drugs the girl does so many like it's a lot of them getting into the things of the world and then the parents are now having to battle helping their child and also be seen as a prop like somebody good enough to serve god in the church so you're trying to be a great example in the church your children are not helping out with that so there's going to you're not going to be able to focus on ministry and when you cannot focus on ministry it gives loopholes for the devil to come in so most times people think that the devil when he wants to attack he goes for the parents most times now the children are the easiest ways to get into pastors family that's why they always pray for kids a lot they pray for pastors children our parents pray because they like they don't want that to happen do you get so it's at the it was like two years ago i realized this and it changed my whole perspective about my parents my family i just became more alert and i was more guarded like okay i don't want to be the reason why their like their mission is affected like let me work on my relationship with god let me work on myself you know and be a better christian right they are there to guide me so i'm not going to be a vessel of distraction or that but earlier i didn't know that right i just i'm just saying that i feel i'm just very blessed because i was never that kind of kid that wanted to explore everything i wanted to do everything was like out there yeah i have strict parents but like their ministry was more like I don't want to offend my parents and I don't want to get beaten. <laughs> so I was always doing the right things, following the rules, all that stuff. And a lot of the time I felt really terrible about it because that's not what most of the people around me that were my mates, that's not what they were doing. They were living their best lives in quotes. They were going out, they were turning up, they were doing all that kind of stuff. So I felt like I wasn't involved, you know, I wasn't doing what I was meant to be doing. I wasn't classy, I was a dead guy. That's the fact. I thought I was a dead guy. Because they'll be saying, Oh, let's go and do this in school. And I'm like, why would you guys be doing this? Like, did they not say like we didn't ask for dead guys? And I'll just be quiet. So, hmm? <laughs> so like they were always so I had the battle of should I choose focusing on God and doing the right thing? Or should I be a cool babe? You know, and being a cool babe was like the latest thing. But the problem is the definition of a cool babe is very very relative to them like right now if anybody calls me a dead guy because i'm serving god and i'm open about my relationship with jesus that's your personal problem like i actually do not care to be honest and that's between you and your god do you feel me like i am that's the least of my concerns 
classify me as a dead guy because i'm talking about god okay that's fine but i wish i had this confidence right when i was that age so yeah so all that happened secondary school happened and then when i graduated right while in secondary school i had a lot of encounters with god because the secondary schools i went to had a foundation of god we had sermons we we're going to church we listening to messages we had people come into school and preach to us so we had i had opportunity right to experience like to listen to people's experiences with god and then use that to help grow my relationship with god so yeah i'll say i've been very privileged plus i have that direct contact with pastors my parents are pastors i was always in presence of like things of god so in as much as i wasn't in tune in my heart with god god was around me everything left right center front back god my grandma reverend god my mom full pastor god my dad area pastor god well my auntie is a pastor and her husband my other auntie is a pastor my uncle's wife is a pastor it's just god 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 everywhere so i didn't really have any escape there was no and they were like very deep yoruba parents like don't do this so eh no don't bring shame to the family you can never be caught sleeping so it was always decorum 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 behave well behave well behave well so i was just yeah in the middle but the reason why i was doing all those things was because they were instructions from my family not because i genuinely did not want to disobey god do you get so growing up entering secondary school i mean finishing secondary school and going to university one thing i really wanted was for my relationship relationship with god to grow because i knew uni was going to be a different journey right uni was going to be a whole lot right and i wanted to have the best experience so after i graduated right i was meant to resume in carlton university in canada ottawa in september that was for i had my admission i had scholarships I had a common like I knew my roommates <laughs> we already started planning where I um, we already started planning which side of the bed which side of the room I was going to take I was going to send her money to get decorations like I was there already you feel me like my head my brain my nose my eye everything was in Canada right and there was this constant oh you're now that you're done with school she are going to go and join your brother she are going to go and join your brother please what's your business like it felt like so much pressure but i was like yeah i'm going to go and join him because i legit did not have any other option i didn't write jam i didn't have so it was just either you go abroad or you do good school <laughs> that's what it was and i've spoken i've spoken about this a lot of times but then i didn't get my visa right and i remember that day clear as day my dad was reading this letter and i was behind him and i just saw i'm sorry to inform you that i was in my head i was like calm right so my dad turned behind me and he was like he, he was he looked like he was about to cry he was like i'm so sorry and i was like oh it's fine and he was looking at me like Shuwakisha. like you're not going to go to school this year and i was so calm about it like before we went there i prayed i was like god let your will be done i was really praying for god's direction i didn't want to take any steps especially because that year i had been listening to a lot of sermons and trying to build my relationship with god and i was listening to a lot of mike todd and there was this sermon i listened to talking about delay not being denial and also about your journey with god like everybody's journey being different right because we were going into uni a lot of 
people that came to talk to us as graduating secondary school students spoke a lot about destination and you after school and how things might not work out and how you should make peace with it so i think all those things were really timely and i really keyed into things like that not saying that i wanted bad things to happen in quotes but you know i was just like really calm about the whole thing and my dad was like ah, no you enter school this year or kiniko kiniko like nah, no that's not an option blah 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 and i was like what do you expect me to do you didn't let me write jam because like abroad is certain so i don't know like i wasn't stressing about it i was like come i didn't mind school in nigeria you know i wasn't the kind of if i like my brother was the if i do not leave this country i rather die <laughs> i'm just joking but he was like this country is not for me and it's so funny because he was so passionate about not staying in nigeria fikayo did not i mean when i say somebody did not want to stay in nigeria the day he was a woman to travel i remember my dad was like you know what i think maybe you should go to covenant because he got admission to covenant so my dad was like i think you should go to covenant my brother left the house and went to my uncle's house because it was close to us and he went to him and stayed completely he was like please come and talk to daddy come and talk to him because we already i'm not getting a refund on it i must leave this country whether i go with him or without him i'm leaving this country and then he called my dad and was like ah you from they were meant to travel that evening that was the first of january 2016 so my dad was just like he's not okay he said no because he's not staying in nigeria that this country is not for him so he was very adamant on not being in this country but i was not like i didn't care to be honest abroad nigeria i didn't really care at the back of my mind what was what has been at the mind at the back of my mind is that wherever i am i'm going to succeed right so wherever it puts me i really don't mind right it'll be nice to go abroad you know it'll be nice to school outside the country that's an amazing opportunity but if it doesn't work out i don't mind school in nigeria but every other person around me they ha it was a big it was tough so immediately we left the visa office my dad went to went to i think global international college or somewhere and we applied to like 11 <laughs> 11 american universities like <laughs> now that i think about it and there was this write-up on the wall talking about god's timing being the best and i po- i hit my dad and i was like dad look at what this thing said and he read it and he said god's time is always the best and he was like and the man was like yes that's true and everything but i was like yeah yeah, yeah. so the 11 schools <laughs> he was like girl you're you're going see you're going out to this country and i don't know why but i just felt like this was i was meant to school in nigeria but I could not say it to my mom, to my dad, because, or my anyone around, because it was like, you know, when you say you have an opportunity to school abroad, and you say no, I want to school in Nigeria, and they're like, ah, don't use your mouth to curse yourself, that kind of mentality. So I never had the mind to say it. So I was always calm. So that's why when everything was going calm, and my dad was like, I should write. The only time that I had an issue was when he was like, I should write jam, and I almost lost my mind because when I wanted to write it, he said I shouldn't write it get so now that i say year after and i don't remember anything they taught me in ss3 i'm not gonna disgrace myself and write jam and not get 300 or something like that i'm not writing this jam <laughs> i'm not doing it so i made sure that if my dad is saying this for the first time i'm so sorry i made sure that i didn't write it even i didn't write it till the jam form closed so every time he told me about it i was stalling 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 when it closed i finally wrote it i mean i didn't write it and then he was so pissed but then we found out about Jupe, Barry Jupe, we going to school, and the rest is history. Y'all have heard the story before. Then, 
getting into uni i had an accident the month i was meant to start my exams personally i feel that was an attack for me. and the reason being that god is an amazing person god is an amazing person god is amazing <laughs> Me, I know Miss Yan. God is amazing. God is beautiful. God is intentional. That day, right, um, we we're going to church, and my brother, he just started being cranky. You know, he was like, he wants all the windows down. And I was like, why would you want all the windows down? Like, what are you smoking? And this was like 6 p.m., 7 p.m., and my dad had gone to camp to preach, to minister. So I was like, why would you want all the windows down? But my mom was like, oh, I should leave him. He was just being so upset. I was like, is it me? I'm talking to the guys. All the windows would go up, you know, trying to use authority and everything. But then he didn't agree. And my mom was like, you know, when we get to the mall, we'll put it back up. Just leave him. We got to the mall, the brake failed, and the car some assaulted, right? The accident happened. I'm skimming through because I've said this before. Now, when the accident happened, the only place that was opened in the car was the window my brother refused to wind up and every time see when i talk about my little brother right and my siblings in general like i don't look at them the ordinary eye especially my little brother because there's so many situations that i've had and i'm just like the love god has for this boy i want to have it to him like it's it's beautiful it's amazing so he came out of the window called people got us like people came we got better a good samaritan took us to the hospital paid all the bills just made sure we're fine even made her husband trek back to his house carried us in her car like so much favor around us right that was the same month same week actually i was meant to start classes for the jupeb exam so everything i was just like ah. i was praying to god and i just felt like the devil doesn't want me he doesn't want me to go into school like what's this thing about me going to school first visa now accident like i don't you look at things with ordinary eyes right so i'm like god what's going on everything got better right everything was fine then the exam came and it was the most difficult exam i've written in my life it was so tough and i was scared that I wasn't going to pass but i passed i got into abroad now the journey through was really tough getting to abroad right not like the admission process but like life generally so i got into abroad i was going good i entered my second year now i had to deal with finding my place right these people have known themselves since 100 level i'm just coming in 200 level i even resumed late so i just have to prepare for exams in two months how am i going to do it i need god and i was praying to god a lot and i found a lot of favor lecturers just call me and be like okay do these assignments do this do that they made life very easy for me i wrote the exam and everything then in 2019 january i joined the fellowship i can't remember the name of i think it was calvary worship abby i think that's the name of the fellowship but i joined this fellowship and that was when i for real for real that that's when my relationship with god started gong gong like that's when i was like okay yes i've started work <laughs> that fellowship right the first time i attended we prayed we sang worship songs it was really nice a word was shared it was talking about um the grace of god and everything then it was time for prayer and i saw these people in my age range who, you guys the way these people were praying ha huh? like they were praying like my provincial pastor and he's higher than my dad so i was like this is how gengen like pastors used to pray so i'm like how are you guys like i was so intrigued i was like whoa like how are these guys praying like i i was speaking in tongues already by this point before i entered uni 
but the tongues were not i had i was at that point where i'm like am i really speaking in tongues or am i just making up things in my head so that was the that was the mark i was on so when they were praying and everything they put us in groups and they were like okay if you can't speak in tongues like it were like they'll walk you through the process and everything so i was like i speak in tongues though but i'm not really sure it's tongues i'm speaking <laughs> you know i don't know if i'm speaking english or i'm speaking actual tongues or i'm just making it up in my head so um i remember this person she spoke to me and she was like these are the things of the spirit like you have to desire it god is not just going to throw it on you like you have to actually want to speak in tongues you have to want to hear from god and from the desires of your heart he would you know answer your request and ask and shall be given up to you it's like okay i actually want to speak in tongues and everything and that day i prayed you know i spoke in tongues i think as long as i've spoken in tongues in my life i think we prayed for like 30 minutes i was like so when we're done so i checked the time and i was like whoa that's crazy and i think because i was in the midst of people in my like my age group they were praying and they just kept praying and praying and they were really like kabashing so it really motivated me to keep going i'm like yo if they can do it i can do it too and i kept praying kept praying right then after that i was really i kept on going for the fellowship we started studying the word more and i really wanted to like practice the things of spirit so before right growing up i always knew about god salvation the bible you know this sword you draw your sword quiz you know top top kids you know pastors child you, you cannot forehand you get so i knew of it but i didn't practice it right so the next thing was like the gift of hearing from god like i want to hear from god i want to talk to god i don't want somebody to come and tell me god i should tell you i want to like let me talk to god and i remember asking that question they're like well that's so easy because the holy spirit is in you like you are the temple of the lord your body is the temple of god you are an altar and an altar like you you like god dwells in you the holy spirit dwells in you right jesus is in you you just have to activate it you cannot activate what you don't know about i was like for real, for real? like the holy spirit is in me like this i was like oh yeah now no problem so they started praying and the word was basically you have to desire the gifts right so i was like god i want to hear like you know the things when people come and tell you god said i want to come and tell me something for this person so i was re- i was serious so hey I was like, God, I was, I was praying, 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 praying. I was like, I want to hear what, I want to hear what. And then I heard a word. But in my mind, right, I thought that when God is talking to you, he'll come and be like, my daughter, my daughter. <laughs> he'll be like, my daughter, my daughter, go ye forth now and say, no. It was just a simple, this girl has issues with her ear. That's, that was what I heard. So it wasn't, it was like in my head, right? I, <laughs> I'm trying to describe this, but I can't, I can't explain it. It was like, this girl has an issue with her ear, right? So I kept getting that word over and over again. And the lady that was leading the prayer said that when God is talking to you and you don't have clarity, ask for clarity, tell him to explain, okay, okay, she has issues with her ear. What exactly is the issue? What does she need help with? I was like, okay. I didn't know how to go about that. So when they were like, oh, does anybody have words? So I was so shy. I was like, God, if I talk this thing now, I did not see nobody here has issues i'm not chop serious a lad you not think i'm a liar <laughs> that was what was going through my mind so i meant as so i um, spoke to the girl and i, I was like oh, okay um, i have a word i think and i was like i'm not sure if this is true or anything but like i'm just seeing what you know this is the first time i'm doing this like i was so shy that's how i was i was like okay i heard that you have an issue with your ear 
are you am i right she was like oh yes that she's about to start surgery she's been praying to god for direction i was like okay 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 oh wow so for you for you like like i'm correct <laughs> i was so excited and she was and the leader was like well she pressed more and asked god what the direction is and then i kept praying and i was like okay what's the direction then it was something about her actually going for surgery because that's what like it was more of i have given these people wisdom to do what they need to do right so it's fine and she's like okay that's what she needed to, like that's what she needed and everything and i was like amazing and i remember that day i called my daddy i called my mommy i called my brother i was just shouting the phone i'm like oh my god i had a word from god i had a word from god like i was so excited like bruh i was my dad was like hey, that's amazing that's good and i was like oh my god like, i was so excited i remember going to my room and i told all my roommates like i was just shouting then you know okay that time 2019 by that time i was in a relationship i had my first relationship and you know i was excited right about hearing the word from god and everything i couldn't that excitement had to die when i was talking to the person i was in a relationship with because he's he spiritually we're not like you get so he me saying well, i heard a word from god the excitement was not you know i just said it this one oh in fellowship today um, i heard from god that like, oh mad that was very mid kind of he doesn't like his relationship with god wasn't so great so it was just oh do you get and that's one thing that i've grown to realize like being in a relationship with someone carries weight it affects a lot of things it has an effect on a lot of things you cannot be with somebody that doesn't understand you that doesn't get you that's not excited about the things you're excited about like yeah yeah obviously you people would not be on the same terms with some particular things but as far as the bare minimum like like growth in your spiritual journey haba so i remember that time when i shared it that was when i knew that now this relationship i'm in could make it not to make sense because I can't share my excitements with you spiritually. I can't, you know, so it was just, yeah. So I was just very, very excited. I was so, so, so happy. And I remember just telling all my all people I loved. I was like, this happened, this happened, this happened. And then next time, right, I was so excited to try it again. Like I wanted to do it again. So I was praying on my own and I was trying to like, I was like, okay, God, talk to me now. Talk to me now. <laughs> I was like, talk to me now. Talk to me now. I don't hear anything, no. I was like, ah. So the next time we had fellowship, I was like, ah, is it like it's only this fellowship that we used to hear from God? Because I was trying to. He's like, okay, what did you do? I was like, I told him to talk to me now. You're like, I don't understand. Like, is that all? I'm like, yeah, I'm just saying, talk to me now. Talk to me now. And they just explained lots of things to me, right? They explained how you can't just come and collect food. It's not like a cafeteria that you just come and pay for food and collect it and go whenever you are hungry, right? You have to have a relationship with God. That's when He'll be able to talk to you. God doesn't dwell in the midst of sinners. The Holy Spirit is holy, right? So He has to be in somewhere that is holy and has works with holiness. So you have to make yourself con- like you have to make yourself a good place for the Holy Spirit to dwell. Holy Spirit is not going to dwell somewhere that is dirty that is carnal-minded, that's not filled with good things. Ah, and that's when I was like, yep, this relationship has to end. That's the relationship I was in. Because 
I'm like, I can't share my excitement. And that's when I say studying a lot about relationships. Um, relationships reloaded. Um, the Mike Todd series on relationships. I read, I watched the series back to back. I think it was like 12 episodes or six. I can't remember. But I watched everything on YouTube. Like, I wanted to know a lot about relationships. And it opened my eyes to a lot of things about relationships. And I was like, bruh, what I'm in? No, I can't. I have to opt out like i have to dip but at the same time i felt so happy there you know i was calm nobody was forcing me to do anything i didn't want to do like it was just really calming and he was sweet (laughs) but honestly you know when your parents tell you like being in a relationship at a certain point is really not necessary honest if i go back in time it wasn't necessary but i learned a lot from that relationship so yeah and now i know better about relationships as a christian i know that there's no such thing as dating like how would you like okay this is how i see relationships right i don't believe in dating i don't believe in like going on several days to meet the one and all that stuff and then finding the person and starting a relationship i believe in courting right the growth i've experienced in terms of relationships not relationship knowledge is in the bible there was no two of us dated went on dates it was more of i prayed to god god told me you're the person you go and pray and find out if it's and confirm you go and pray you confirm you get married boom that's life so now and from the spiritual mentors i have in terms of relationship um i think it's tolu um and i think it's mike bamluye i can't remember one of bamluye sons yeah and tolu when they were talking about how they met and how he went up to her because god told like they she came to do like a filmmaking class and everything and while i think on the day when she was meant to go god told him or full of sha god told him that this is your wife and he was like her like from where to where like we don't even talk i don't know her name blah 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 and he went to find out her name he prayed about it and god confirmed it then he went to his spiritual parents that was his actual parents and they said that oh yeah they knew since they were just waiting for him to come so it's not like they are pushing it on him and stuff like that so they prayed together so it was already confirmed that this is the person but she didn't know right she had no idea and then he walks up to her and he tells her that oh his mom wants to see her <laughs> because so she'll come to the family house so she came over to the family house and he told her you know when they're like oh, if any man comes up to me and is like god said you're the one you know the kind of no no you know no i don't know sha no ginger because personally i've told god see if your son is coming to meet me teach him the tricks the way to any man that's coming to tell me you're the one okay bye bye <laughs> i'm joking but for you though don't be don't don't do that don't be plain please so he said he went to meet her and he was like god told me you're the one you're my wife and she laughed and she was like really cut the cameras like we are the cameras are you joking and he was like no he's serious and she was so shocked because she never saw him in that light before then blah 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 and i can share the link of the video if you want it you can just send me a dm or text me wherever and then she went to pray about it and she actually got confirmation that he was actually the one even from her spiritual mentors as well so it's very essential you have spiritual mentors so she got confirmation they prayed together they started courting and preparing for marriage and that's how it happened so i have the advantage that's the holy spirit of knowing and being able to discern the right from the wrong so why am i going to be going on several dates to find the one when i can literally discern 
I don't have to be going through breakfast and breakfast and breakfast. When you can discern who the person is for you and then work in line with God's word for you and you guys will start cutting and all that stuff at the right time. So now that I have that understanding, right? The whole when somebody moves to me as like I like it, clinical clicker. I first God is this person. I pray. I ask my spiritual mentors to pray as well. We get confirmation. And when is that the person? God tell me if it's the person or not. And if you are not the one, you are not the one. So what's the point of now? First of all, dating, then courting to know if you like the person. My advantage is the Holy Spirit, and I use the Holy Spirit well. My angels, I send them on errand. Because you have like 8,000, 5,000, 10,000 angels around you. And then you're going somewhere, and you don't send them to go and. Like, my dad was telling me something. He was like, there's a time he was driving and he almost dozed off and then he got upset he was like what am i okay he almost hit a car and then when he swerved back he was like my angels are lucky they're not sleeping i was like what do you mean he was like my angels are meant to be working like you have angels around you to work for you like they're there to protect you so you these people are around you but you're not using them you're going for something right a program and an interview or something send your angels forth Lord, go ahead of me. Send my angels to protect my steppings, everything. Casual prayers like that. And you'll find favor, right? But you're just there. You don't ask God. It's only when probably you're five naira broke. Like, God, I bring forth my camp and ask it to your hand. No, the little things like laying your bed. He wants you to talk to him. God, I thank you for the strength to lay my bed. But I thank you for the strength to brush my teeth. It just makes him feel involved. It just makes God feel involved in your life. And understanding all these things just really helps me a lot. So with spiritual growth, right? I kept praying and I kept going for the fellowship, but at some point I stopped going because I wasn't feeling like I wasn't feeling at, like at peace there anymore. You know, I don't know why, but I stopped going for the fellowship. And then lockdown happened. Lockdown was a very peaceful period. There were lots of like I don't know for me personally, Sha, but there were a lot of things going on. On social media in terms of spiritual growth people were having calls prayer calls over the night I think that's when I grew the most people were having prayer calls over the night young adults having prayer calls over the night we're praying we're fasting you know learning about God speaking in tongues like just harboring the presence of God constantly and I felt so I was like okay this is not an age thing this is not when I'm 55 I'll start speaking in tongues when I'm 41, I'll start speaking the word. Like, no, it's not an age thing. When you are ready, you are ready. When you are called, you are called. Like, that's just how it is. So I started asking God and talking to God more and breeding my relationship with God. Because then, I was only praying when I go to church or when we have spiritual gatherings. I never really used to do personal Bible study or studying the word on my own or just going by myself to put on a sermon and sit down and watch it. <laughs> that nah, i wasn't doing that but when it's prayer together i pray 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 fire 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 but after that phew, the fire is quenching so i had to learn to create a presence of god by myself like just praying you don't have to do the most 20 minutes prayer 10 minutes prayer just pray for the spirit of god to dwell in you that's just it like for the spirit sorry for the presence of god to be there where two or more are gathered the presence of god is there like so I had to understand and it made me understand a lot that church and praying and worshiping God is not based on where you're at. You going to church is amazing because you get to fellowship with people. Fellowship is very important. But during lockdown, we had to understand that you watching and streaming online does not stop. It doesn't give a barrier to God's blessings for you, right? 
so i started watching more sermons right i started watching a lot more sermons also because of my brother my older brother fikayo he eh, he did child sermons oh he watches a lot a lot a lot of sermons he watches a lot of sermons and he was always flooding my phone with sermons oh my god sis i think you should watch this was so amazing oh my god sis i just listened to this podcast you should it's very inspiring oh my god sis i'm like bro okay okay i'll listen and then he'll ask the sermon i said she listened to did you listen to it i must give into two explanation yes this is what i jotted if not he'd be like what are you doing with your life <laughs> and he'll give me a whole speech and i didn't want my brother's speeches because trust me my brother is cool fashionista and everything but if he should handle you just give many a serious vibe. She talk to you and talk to your life. Just like God, I for just listen to this sermon. <laughs> like you'll be thinking. So I was always trying to like edify myself and learn more. So this is where putting the work came in. I put in so much work to increase my knowledge spiritually, and it helped a lot. Now the fellowship, I so I've been praying to God for a fellowship in school, right? It doesn't have to be like a named fellowship. Just a place where I can study the word with like mind and pray and then i found word house and word house has been extremely beautiful i joined word house um last year 2021 i think november i my friend goodness invited me shout out to you baby girl i joined word house and from the first meeting till now the growth i've experienced the excitement the peace that comes with god's love i cannot explain it like there's just so much peace there's so much love there's so much more understanding there's so much growth like it is beautiful and i feel like i'm just doing a lot of disservice to a lot of people for not you know when i don't talk about it i feel like i'm being stingy because it was because someone invited me that i've had i've got to experience this and not just growth as like word house as a group of people growth personally I never thought in my life I could pray for an hour, like spend time with God for an hour plus. I'm praying, 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 praying. Like I'm just going and talking to God and receiving words from God, receiving clarity, receiving direction. Even now, sometimes when God talks to me, like I talk to God about the littlest things. The other day, I was talking to God about how I was low on money. I was like, God, I really need a boost in finances. Like what's this like i'm not broke in jesus name like i need help right i need you to connect me i need you to open doors for me i'm ready to do the work because i know you're a 50 50 person i do my work you give me opportunity that's how it is you're not going to come and drop 50 millionaire on my laps i have to work for it i know so give me these opportunities bless me with the gift that's what we're just talking about the next thing come and host this next thing this opportunity opens up i'm like cute 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 that's amazing today i was talking to god about so i was meant to pay for something right and i was like oh my god i already planned how i was going to spend the money i have till the end of the month right and i didn't want to touch my savings so i was like oh this unexpected expense just came and i was just talking to him, i was like what's this now and i don't have to do this and do that i was like oh god like i need a way through like i don't i where am i i don't want to spend out of this money i already planned this money so something came up in school today and then i got money for like i got money sha and <laughs> it wasn't like the like i was asked to do something right and then after i was done like when they asked me to do this this is something i genuinely love doing so i did it right and when i was done person asked me to do it was so happy was so excited and he was like you know what take this 
and get yourself lunch this was more than normal lunch money i was like whoa sir are you sure it's like yeah yeah get yourself lunch and i'm like this is more than enough to cover this unexpected expense that just came up so i didn't have to touch the money at the end of the day so i completely forgot that i told god about it it was now when i got to like i was eating lunch actually and god was like she'll be eating now i was like oh my god thank you so much for that like you're cute you're amazing that's how i talk to god and i was just so happy and then like open doors and opportunities have just been coming and i'm just like he hears you he hears you and god is like god is god so when you table things before him and then you're still trying to solve the problem yourself you're not going to make much progress he's just going to look at you and be like when are you going to let me do what i want to do you ask me for help but you're doing the work why you ask me to help you with this but you're doing the work why so where am i meant to come in since you've carried it on your head oh god please help me with this thing but before i even want to move you've started doing it like how is god supposed to help you right so there's a lot of there's a lot of eye-opening especially when i read the book of romans Oof, i've read the book of romans before but the way i read like the the clarity that came when i read the book of romans again i was just like oh, god is beautiful like it talks about our faith in god like if you've never read the book of romans read the book of romans especially in nlt i love nlt or the message translation beautiful beautiful books now i'm about to like invest a lot of money on getting a new bible i've been wanting the message bible like the proper message bible not kjv that's king james version i'm trying to get nlt or the message i've been looking for it so the one i found the one i found is about like 20k and i'm just like god i want this bible but it's expensive it's expensive and Although somebody was like, are you sure you really want the Bible? Because you can buy a dress of 20k. Please, no. I want that Bible. I want that Bible. So that's what I'm, I want to get now. Because one I have on my phone, I use the new version app. It's still beautiful and amazing, but I want to like hold the Bible and see it. Because as PRO, my phone is always buzzing and I can't really turn off my phone because of audience messages. So, yeah. I'm just stuck with flicking off messages and trying to focus on the word. So I actually want a physical Bible, so that's what I'm trying to get now. But generally, like studying the book of Romans, it just shows you your identity in Christ and your identity as a believer and how powerful and beautiful you are. Yesterday when I was praying in my prayer group, we're girls praying, right? So we have prayer partners. So we're praying but yesterday other prayer groups joined us. So we're like I think four groups of two or like eight in the room and we were praying and i got so many words about how powerful women are and that when women pray things move mountains shift a lot of things happen and my perspective to prayer has changed a lot before my prayer i used to fear prayer when my mom is like okay it's time for night prayer i was the fa- i was always volunteering to pray because i know my prayer would be short three minutes were done five minutes were done if I let my mom take that spot, or my father, or my grandmother, eh, we'll sleep there, we'll have a night vigil for sure. So I was always so, let me pray. Let me pray. I'll say, oh, Fikola should pray, or something. So I was always in a hurry to just, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for blessing us. As we go to sleep, let us sleep like babies and they wake up like giants. It, just, it was not like a recitation, right? But now, like, prayer is just so beautiful. Like, I love spending time with God. I don't see prayer like before when I was younger. And I used to see prayer as like a 
very you know back then i used to see goddess but one scary guy at the top that can just cancel everything if he wants to cancel it and just destroy things and if he wants to bless who he wants to bless like i just saw him as this scary big dude but now i know he's a very loving calm peaceful person that just wants the best for me and all i have to do is be holy walk in line with his word for me walk in line with the instructions he's giving you know practice the things of the spirit don't involve in things that are called for don't involve with things that he's against and just peace of mind that's just it that's all i have to sacrifice right and i get whatever like i get blessings i get so many benefits i can talk to him i can communicate with him and yeah i'm saying all this not to say that i'm perfect far from perfect right i've had challenges i've faced temptations i've had battles those are basic things that come with being a christian the devil is never excited right when you're growing spiritually the devil is thinking of one million ways to scatter that growth facts that's why you cannot relent that's the thing you cannot be two steps forward you go like you have to keep going you have to keep running you have to keep going don't stop just keep going with your relationship with god because the devil is looking for one billion ways to come against you he hates when christians are excited he hates when christians are happy he doesn't like it right so that's why you have to always have at the back of your mind that whenever bad things happen right it's not because god is planning for you or god is against you or nah like god is not trying to like destroy anybody he cares about you right so when all these bad things happen he's not like i remember this question and they're like oh why do good people die and all that kind of stuff like god is not trying to punish anybody or kill anybody like why would he send his son to die for you and then now kill you like what's the reason do you get things are going to happen in life right the devil is not happy the devil is not smiling same way we're praying to god and worshiping god same way the devil is plotting tricks and they always come in very sweet beautiful ways but you have to be able to discern and know which is from god which is not from god and that's what i've been trying to get now like the spirit of discernment to know what next in life what to do in life what opportunities to take you know all that stuff because it's very important it might look so juicy and all but in the long run mm, it's dangerous so i think i've been talking for a while i really cannot put how i feel about god my relationship with god my jesus journey into four hours of podcast <laughs> so i know this has been pretty long and the episodes before these have been pretty long as well but it's just so many things I have to say and I feel like are very essential for me to say. But one thing I want you to remember is your relationship with God, right? Most times, there's a lot of confirming into the world, trying to fit Christianity into the world. And that's not the way it is. They're trying to like bend it to fit you. Christianity doesn't bend. It is what it is. Do not fornicate. It's not, oh no, I can't know. What it is, is what it is. Don't do this. Oh no, it's not that. like what it says you shouldn't do don't do it don't try to bend it don't try to you know be woke about christianity don't nah don't do that don't do that don't try to bend christianity because at the end of the day you're not getting what you're meant to get you're just bending it into to fit your ways so it's now like convenient for you christianity is not meant to be convenient it's not meant to be convenient like it's not convenient you face trials and tribulations people will attack you people would come for you you face false prophets people will come with their own different opinions and understanding of the things of god that's why you need to build your own foundation and study the word and know the truth for yourself right 
because people believe you know in christians there's so many denominations people believe so many things but you need to know god for you and ask god to reveal himself to you ask god to show himself to you like you want to see him you want to feel him you want to you want him to dwell in you like okay i want to have a relationship with you but he's god doesn't god is not rude though he won't come and just intrude and just bump into your life you have to ask him to come and welcome him do you get he's not just going to bump into your life based on nah he doesn't do that so like you need to request his presence do you get he's not going to come and just bump in and say hello i'm knocking door i'm bang he's always there and he will leave the 99 to find you right you he's going to leave yeah he's going to come for you and the love oh i forgot to talk about this gospel songs christian songs elevation worship maverick city judy k oh who else am i missing vivian okay vivian no victoria orenze i said vivian okay <laughs> she's a youtuber victoria orenze um pastor emmanuel Aaron, pastor laju um apostle selman there's so many i can't even see all of them right now but there's so many beautiful christian songs like i cannot even explain and one thing that really helps with my prayer life is having a prayer playlist like the songs on there just like they make me born for god like they just whew, they keep me hot so i can't see everything in an episode but i just want to tell you that god's love is beautiful if you are thinking of how you have the question in your mind how Fikemi balances life, how Fikemi is this, is that, is podcaster, is student rep, is content creator, is boo 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 boo. It's God's grace, right? I table everything before God. I'm like, God, see you. They say I should do this. I have to do this. I have to do that. Plan my day. Help me plan this. What do I do first? What do I do? How do I do this? That's convenient for me. I ask God about everything, every single thing, like everything. I talk about everything when i'm dealing with temptations when i'm dealing with being horny i tell i'm like god this is happening help i need help because you would think by yourself you can face temptation is a lie you can't use flesh to fight flesh the holy spirit has come and help god has to come with his whole armor i'm like leave my babe i'm telling you facts that's how i deal with all these things i plead i'm like god come now 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 i need you <laughs> i need you now to come and it's no jokes like for real that's the reality of things because you face these emotions you deal with things like this but you need god and god is the way that's all i have to tell you so if you want to start your relationship with god if you want to start your journey with god just send me a dm on instagram and i will gladly i will gladly help you and plug you to anyone that you need like with joy in my heart but seriously talk to god today tell him how much you love him just tell him that today you've accepted him as your lord and personal savior and you've dedicated your life to him and you're ready for him to use you for his will simple as that that you believe he died on the cross for your sins and you've accepted jesus as your lord a simple prayer like that and you're welcome to the club the squad the funk whatever i'm saying rubbish now but it's an amazing community it's beautiful and yeah i hope you enjoyed listening to my jesus journey um hopefully i didn't go off track at any point i just hope you're blessed by this and yeah i'll see you guys in my next episode bye oh by the way i kept saying send me a dm send me a dm my instagram is fikemi adiroju or the fikemi adiroju podcast 
Yeah. Bye.